All right. We have Max Cooper, Jack Forster here, men on Melrose. Let's, Let's roll. Go. So, Max, what a wild week for quarterback controversy. Zach Wilson is a dog. A dog. True to the heart. He is, I mean, it sounded like he took a little hiatus off of social media and he came back to all this stuff with his little Instagram post, which was awesome, by the way. Incredible post. Like, So, for anyone who hasn't seen it, he comes out with a post after three days of just straight up memes about his life and he just comes out and says i've been away took the boys to idaho did i miss anything so elite crazy I mean, that's a perfect way so i mean i think the jets might be america's team this year forget the cowboys it's the jets Seriously, it is i mean they might as well they might as well draft spencer right now yeah Yes. He's going to be the second Zach Wilson. We need something to just funnel through the news. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, though. I mean, this is the true test. Spence has about, what, a month and a half before he can show us if he can be America's quarterback. I don't know what we have to get in the news cycle for him to top that. doesn't have to be the same scenario, but we're expecting big things out of him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, props to Zach Wilson. I saw he's getting so much crowd around the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he really is. It's, it's it's just a crazy situation, and it is – it's just wild. I don't even know how to describe it. I, it's a hell of a rumor if it's a rumor to have about you. And if it's it, not, let's and nobody has confirmed that. That's true. All we know is the true thing is his ex and his best, probably old best friend now are dating. That's all there was to it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? He's got the dog in him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so uh, we had had Zach Wilson. I mean, it's good to see some NFL circulating in the news. Oh, you see the top 10 quarterbacks go through? For college? No, for NFL. The executives no. and coaches and all that voted on top ten. Who's top three? It was oh, I don't know who was through top three. Who's you know, who's number one? The snubs were I think it was Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah, don't quote me on that. But yeah, maybe. yeah. <laughs> but the controversy was Lamar wasn't on it. I guess Kyler Murray didn't have a great year, so that's not a huge snub. Lamar will be on it when he has Lindy blocking for him. Yeah, that's right. He'll be good. That's going to be sweet. Have you talked to Lindy at all? Uh, here and there. Sounds like he's got a place. Um, I mean, he's busy as hell right now. 
trying to learn sure. the whole book and get a hang of things. But I mean, I've seen a bunch of videos of him getting posted. So, so do I've always wondered this. Like, if you go to a city that you don't want to live in, like I know Justin Tucker just has he lives here, um, like in the Dallas area when he isn't uh, in Baltimore playing. Yeah. I wonder, like, like do a lot of them do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ton of them do that. Like my a lot of guys. There, so. A lot of guys. Like uh, I was talking to Dom about it. Dom Daphne. Mm-hmm. He was telling me like a lot of the the tight ends or like the people he hangs out with at least are like um, have houses in like Nashville or like um, like nice like warm places. So like when it's like cold somewhere else they go there to like train because it's like pretty nice there during the winter time mm-hmm. or like the green bay green bay is freaking horrible it's so cold i mean so getting out of there is probably huge for those guys i love how they won't get the dome though like minnesota has the domes green bay you see that in the winter grit, and that's dude. just a fun game to watch pure grit so the list is number one aaron Rodgers. Two Mahomes, three Josh Allen, four Brady, five Joe Burrow, six Stafford, seven Herbert, eight Russ. Stafford's yeah, Stafford's high. He gets a I ring. Think, and, I think he should be freaking better than that. I think, think he should so. Be, oh yeah. Dude, he's I mean he, he left the Lions in the year he left the Lions, he won a freaking Super Bowl. I guess you could put him above Burrow because he just beat him. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, wait. Burrow kind of balled out. Yeah, he did because he plays for a sick team. But so does Stafford. Now, he didn't before. If he would have played for the Rams this whole time, he would have had freaking six Super Bowls. Oh, come on, dude. He had had Calvin Johnson, maybe the best receiver ever. And who else? Yeah, Calvin. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. Golden- when they quadrupled teamed Calvin Johnson, when he'd still catch it, who else did he throw into after that? I don't exactly. know. I can't. Kenny Galladay became kind of big recently, but he's been injured. They just got Amon Ross St. Brown. They got Hawk now. They're on the come up, but like. Yeah, now they are, but they weren't really with. I know O line sucks. You know what's funny though is uh, Matt Deshaun Matt Nelson's turned him around. Who? Matt Nelson, baby. He's a oh, he's our he's our offensive. I think left guard tackle. He's a beast. They have a couple. They have a couple dudes that are solid. It's a, it's a younger line, but like before Matt was there, they were horrible. They're on the oh. come up. They got what's his name now from uh, James James uh, Williams. Jameson Williams. Oh yeah, they I could feel like uh, you think you think they'll be good this year? No, as long as Goff's there, we're screwed. Yeah, I think they still go. They still are the fourth best, I'd say. The Bears suck. As a Bears fan, it's just it's, we got Nikhil Harry. That's funny. Yeah. So he's, maybe maybe he's sick. Bears, Bears might be back. We just got a new stud receiving core. He's kind of like uh, Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. but you got to figure your management out first. He's not, 
not great. But yeah, I can't. Yeah, dude. But um, yeah, I mean, other than that. Oh, you know what's crazy though? They have Deshaun Watson as number nine. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I I don't even know. Is he playing this year? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of things he could be doing. Yeah, a lot of things he is doing. <laughs> He's that is fucked. It's just a menace, dude. It's just uh, a mess. Derek Carr was on honorable mentions. I love that. He's a he should have been. He should been. I think he should have been on over Deshaun. Yeah, I agree. People hate on Derek Carr. He's a beast, Sick, dude. Dude, they're gonna be filthy with Devontae Adams. With Devontae, yeah. Renfro, Devontae, and Waller is like an all-time core right there. Yeah, that's better than Rogers ever had. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I hope that I hope the Raiders do well because it's fun seeing Vegas go yeah. nuts. Yeah, <laughs> the bottle service in the back of the end zone. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so you almost burnt your house down. I almost burnt my house down. I, uh, right before this podcast, I was cooking with an iron or like a cast iron skillet. I looked up like how I'm a good steak cooker. I'm a grill master, not a cast iron skillet master yet though. And I was looking up the best way to cook a steak with a cast iron skillet. And it said a sear both sides for two minutes um, on high, the highest temp, which pretty high. The cast iron skillet gets pretty hot. Um, so I'm let that thing sit. It's getting hot. I'm marinating my steak. Steak was phenomenal. It's like an inch and a half thick uh, New York strip steak. And I'm looking at the cast iron skillet. And there's like embers on the skillet. I'm like, that's weird. Must be it's pretty freaking hot. So I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I forgot to put the oil on the pan. Because like, I always put oil in there. It's like my thing. And you're supposed to do it. It kind of crisps it up a little bit. Not stick to. Just dump oil in the cast iron skillet. Bursts into flames. Like flames like a bonfire. Like it was like flames that came in my face. I'm sitting there freaking out. I panic for a second. And then I'm like, okay, pull the cast iron skillet off the burner. It's still on fire. I don't know what to do. I started trying to blow it out, blew it out for a second. I'm like, sweet. I turn the stove off. I go back to look. It restarts. I'm freaking out again. I blew it out again and I pour water on it. And it like chills out, but it's freaking smoke everywhere. I can't see. I'm freaking out. I'm crawling. I'm not crawling, but crawling. <laughs> Stop I'm dropping crawling. roll. I'm, I'm firing and crawling. I'm freaking yeah. <laughs> Stop dropping and rolling. I'm screaming help out the window. No Your roommate's like Coop. Nothing's on fire, man. Yeah, seriously. He was uh, he wasn't even home. He still doesn't even know that happened. But uh. Right after I did it, I looked to the left, and I realized there's a fire extinguisher right there, and I had a lid right above it that I could have put on top. I would have stopped it instantly. Um, but blew it out. So 
was quite an adventure. I was shaking, making my steak afterwards. I was so I was like so shook up. I was like like trying to like hold the pan and like flip the steak and I was freaking out. If you ever put it in the oven, it just comes out with like mountains of smoke. Yeah. So beware of that. I don't think I'm gonna stay away from it. We used to have to do that in college during the winter. We put it in the oven because couldn't go to the grill or anything. It's negative ten. And they shut down the grills. Is it good? Yeah, I mean it was it was good, but you know you put the fire alarms and rise on, and it's mayhem after that. Yeah, you're screwed. But nothing like a good steak. <laughs> yeah, you have to do a lot of hoops and jumps to make a good steak. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. My hoop was uh, broken my house down almost. As, it was a as great steak, is. too. It was a great steak. I was pumped about it. Had some mashed potatoes, sour cream, and chive on the side. Oh, some water. Stuff. Put some sweet and smoky sauce on there. It was okay. wasn't great. wasn't bad. I'd give it a 6.9. And we'll try again next time. Maybe go Montreal steak season this time. Or I like the Chicago one. Is it Chicago? This is Chicago one, right? I have no idea. I don't know, but I usually just do my own concoction of seasoning. Yeah, it was. Did it was I get stuff. some butter on there too. Didn't go butter. That would have been. I did. I basted a steak one time. Oh yeah. A lot of freaking work. For this steak was the best steak I've had in the Iron Skillet. I've basted before. The basting. Took probably thirty minutes. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just chucking butter on top. I, I, it just looked like it was liquid. It was it looked like it was just like pure oil. By the end of it, I was just throwing it on top of it. Yeah, exactly. What do you go with now? Ribeyes, fillets. If I, if I have a choice. It's ribeye, hundred percent. Gotcha. Yeah, fillets are great. That's the lean cut. Yeah, it it's tastes good. Like mix. You get so much out of a ribeye, though. Oh, dude, it's the best. And I, yeah. I'm a huge fat guy. Love the fat. Really? And the fat on a ribeye is phenomenal. Yeah. So you clear the plate then? Oh, I can clear it in a heartbeat. I freaking clear that mug quick. Oh, that sounds good. I can go for another ribeye. I had the steak, I had the steak sweats. I'm full as can be. Ready to hit the hay. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, so the biggest news is two teams are joining the party. USC and UCLA are coming to the Big Ten. I guess, yeah, I mean, we haven't really recorded in a while. That was crazy news. Yeah, it's that's going to change college football. Definitely. I it's think going, uh, it's going on a weird trajectory right now. I've been saying the Power Two conferences for a while now basically ever since Ohio State has been, like, dueling against Alabama. Yeah. But I, I, I think Oklahoma is kind of irrelevant. They make the playoff, but they just get crushed every year in it. Um, that's why – and that's the only other – I mean, Clemson, I guess. But I don't know. It's always a power two. SEC and Big Ten have that rivalry, and now it just proves that. Yeah. Yeah, it's – uh. It'll be my, my uncle actually had, he had an interesting take when I was in Michigan this past weekend. Um, power two conferences, Big Ten, SEC. The schools are going to flock to both of them. But then 
he was saying that he thinks the ACC, if the if Clemson becomes good again, the ACC sneaks in there and takes all of the back burner teams out of both those conferences or all the conferences that are leaving to join the Big Ten and the uh, SEC, and they form a Power Three conference, and it end up being the SEC, Big Ten, ACC, and the ACC is back with Clemson. But I mean, that's that. that would, a lot of stuff would have to fall. A lot of eggs would have to fall into the basket for that to happen, because I think Clemson, Clemson would be solid this year. But I think there's a lot of they got a lot of um, catching up to do compared to like when they had Trevor Lawrence and Travis uh, Etienne. But I don't know. It's an interesting concept. I like it. I'd rather have I, three conferences than two, though. Yeah, absolutely. I think they should do a free agency. I see, like. I'm just so sick of all everything that's going on right now. I can't say <laughs> it's just like the college football you grew up knowing is just completely gone. Oh, it's gone. And well, also, I mean that happened in the old Big East and uh, ACC. Yeah, but like, like either way, it's still the ACC and the Big East. Like, some yeah. they suck some years, but like. It sucks for basketball because one, it's going to ruin a lot of those rivalries, and two, it's like, like back in the day, the Big East had the best tournament, the best conference games. Like they all hated each other, and then they got split up, went to the ACC. Dude, freaking cardiac Kemba. Yeah, that was such a cool year. Um, All the old coaches facing off against each other. Like you get Bayheim versus Thompson. At like. I don't know. They just there was pure hatred from years and years and years of playing. Yeah, but football wise, I think it's a good thing. I like it for football. Yeah, but here's the thing though: I think if they do it for football, they have to for their sports. So that's why I think they won't do it. Because I I agree with you. I think it's gonna ruin. It'll completely ruin other sports. Even though football right. is usually the, it's the money maker for a lot of schools. Yeah, like basketball schools, it's going to completely ruin them. So I don't know how that's going to work. If that happens, it's going to if, be going to be out of whack. If nothing changed right now, which it will, it would be really cool to see this pan out for a few years, just like how it is right now. To see, like with NIL and everything. Yeah, because I think the big this is big for the Big Ten because California recruits are going to want to come play for Midwest teams because it's still Big Ten country. California, Big Ten country, welcome to it. Uh, (laughs) We are now a Pacific time conference, so Big Ten at night. That's going to be sweet. That will be sweet. That's going to be so – I feel bad for it. So the equipment truck guys have to leave like three, two days early to get the stuff down there. Mm-hmm. Imagine driving from USC to Rutgers. I don't know how. Whole country road trip. It's going to take <laughs> two days to get down there. I don't understand what the hell they were thinking with that. I, I don't know. <laughs> it had been in the works for a long time. And that's not a good game. So, like, Rutgers versus UCLA or USC is probably going to be the – 11 o'clock slate. I'd argue that Rutgers versus those two schools is a better matchup than us versus those two schools. I think we we put an ass kicking at them. I think Rutgers, oh, I the, the the play style, like that Rutgers, even though they're getting a little more like, they are getting more Big Ten play-ish. Like they play way more gritty. 
like they have a bunch of athletes that are like freaks that like have really good one-on-one matchups, like especially like receivers and like DBs in the outside, like USC versus UCLA and like, or like USC versus like Rutgers is going to be like a track, like a track meet. They're going to be running up and down. Give me a ton of touchdowns being scored. I actually argue that Rutgers puts an ass kicking on both those teams. Yeah, I think Actually, I say that back. They'll be solid this year because freaking Lincoln Riley's there. So that's the the winner in all this is Oklahoma. You think? Absolutely. So all my friends down here are like, oh, you, they're all OU guys. Like basically Dallas is either OU or Texas, you know? Yeah. And everyone's an OU fan down here uh, who, like, I've talked to about it, and they're all like, this is perfect. Like, Lincoln, they all think Lincoln left because he didn't want to face up against SEC defenses because, as you can see, they get their ass kicked against anyone who has a defense. I mean, Iowa State has an average defense one year, and they beat Oklahoma. Yeah. So now he goes to USC, thinks he's going to take all of his fast recruits, all the offensive guys, and then now he's stuck in a big time where he's going up against even bigger defensive powerhouses. Yeah, and they have, like, DBs who actually know how to freaking run it up. (laughs) They know guys who can keep up with all the receivers and running backs, and the quarterback can't sit in the pocket for 10 seconds waiting to throw the ball. It's a Completely different game. But I do think as a coach, though, USC is definitely more appealing to them than OU. Oh, absolutely. They paid for his house, private jet. He got, like, hit this, the amenities he got with, like, his contract was absolutely insane. You can't pass that up. No. But There's... I think the, the craziest thing is going to be recruiting. Yeah, they're going to get so many recruits now. If you if you think of well, I'm just thinking like California guys going to the Midwest, like Big Ten schools, because you want like if like from the Midwest, right away you think I want to go to a Big Ten school, like yeah, it's on your radar, you know. So like if you're in Southern California, that's your conference now is Big Ten schools. So like if you want to beat a team that you grew up around, there's so much talent down in Southern California that like. If they get behind big linemen at like Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State, like any of those big lines, they're going to do damage because they're used to going to Oregon with no lines. Yeah. Like, I think at the same time, though, I think a lot of the kids from California stay in California because they want to stay home. Like, big enough recruits, like, now it's not going to really matter. I just I think the whole NIL thing is gonna take the whole meaning of like you wanna beat this team, you want to people really don't care about like playing college football anymore. It's just about the money. It's what teams gonna offer the best deal. It's literally like the NFL. I could freaking go on for hours about it, but college football overall, what we've been talking about, the fact that there's even a thought of being a power like a power two, like power two conferences, just the SEC and the Big Ten, and there'd be a bunch of recruiting, and everyone gets and just becomes one, one conference versus the other, and that's it. I think that sucks. Like, I remember growing up going to college football games, like, you're freaking watching people, like, watching 
the nostalgia of college football is like the greatest thing ever. It's fall, brings back great memories. It's, there's tailgating. There's you, you hang out with your friends, family. You're watching teams. You're watching rivals play each other. And now it's just going to be like going to an NFL game. Like every kid's there to make money for the most part, except for Iowa because people actually go to Iowa because they want to play. I love how Iowa's doing it. That new NIL club, shout out to it. We'll do a free ad. There's a lot of there's a lot of schools doing that. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That's a good. They're actually like, like, I, like taking the NIL and using it towards something like that is a great idea. Great idea. It's so because it's interactive with the fans, which yeah. is how it should be. You know, like that was original purpose. Fans want to talk to them. They want to know what's going like on. The, like, I think the whole the the thing that started was NCAA football. Mm-hmm. Like, People just want to get paid because they were in a video game. And now it's turned into people getting millions of dollars to transfer to school from a freaking Quinn Ewers kombucha company. Like, <laughs> it's absurd. But that NIL club is sweet. I love that. Yeah, it's so cool to see. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different at Iowa because you look at the SEC schools and they're like, we're going to – pay to play for the like all of our high recruits but who knows if they're gonna pan out i don't yeah. know what's well, that video of the am coach when they're like talking to the recruits he's like see those see those like boxes he goes those are the people that are paying you to come here and it's like and am still isn't that good yeah dude and i still think they won't be that good the only team I think the, I think the team that's going to benefit the most from this whole NIL deal is going to be Texas, and they're going to be come they're going to be back. And I'm I hope Texas is back because it does like Henry said it makes college football more fun. Yeah, I agree, but it's funny because even the rumors down there is everyone's getting stupid amounts of NIL. Like Bijan hopped out of a Lambo when, when I was down there. Yeah, and like uh, Ewers got eight mil. Right away, it's that like, is they're absurd. All guaranteed, too. The dude skipped his senior year of high school and hasn't played a college football down, and is making more than a lot of NFL players. Probably, like almost you know, all the rookies. That. Yeah, uh, more than more sure, that. almost all the rookies. I'd say like he's probably making more than a fourth of the NFL. Yeah. Is it, and hasn't played a snap. Played a snap in college. And could get beat out for. So the thing is, if Arch comes and beats him out next year, he'll just transfer to A and M where he originally wanted to go, and get a freaking nine million dollar phone. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's like if it's like like perks with it, but not perks. Like there's got to be like a, a contract they sign with that. Though. Like you, you have to stay this certain amount of time to get eight mil. You think? Or you think it's I don't think you can do I think you have to show up to events because I've been hearing like the guys who transfer, they can go back, go still go to those events and those companies or boosters oh, right. from that school have to pay them. I forgot about that. That's right. Which is That's crazy. Cool. Also, Caden Pro we haven't even recorded since Caden Proctor committed. Yeah, biggest recruit in Iowa history. Yeah. Since the what is the FBS era? Yeah, well, at least, yeah, since Kirk's been coached for sure. That's crazy. Insane. I was talking yeah. to, to Grisande, and he said that um, 
he's bigger than Tristan was when he came in. Did you see that photo? No. He's bigger than Tristan is now. Really? Oh, my goodness, dude. Yeah, I got to show you this. But I've never, like, seen a bigger human as a high schooler. Yeah, dude. Imagine lining up against him in high school. I would have actually pooped my pants. Yeah. I was so scared of him in high school. So scared of Lyman? Yeah, dude. That was like I was more scared of Lyman than anyone on the field. I mean, yeah, that you get one at full speed coming at you. Yeah, it's like a Mack truck getting hit by him. That is, yeah, but he he seems great. What a move having Werfs and. That's yeah, a, work. I will. Say, that's a, that is such a power move. Whoever's idea it was to like when they were having him on the visit to bring Tristan back was such a power move. We need an instant reaction here. Holy shit. I know he's that tall. I know. He like wow. I don't want to say he towers over Tristan, but he looks like two inches taller than him. Yeah. That's crazy. And he's in flip-flops. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my. Somebody I saw on Twitter, somebody said that photo was taken a year ago too. So he's even bigger. It might have been Proctor who said that. That's whack, dude. That's crazy. So like, that's hey, freaking lineman you. you. Gotta love it. Smart move. I mean, if that like he's gonna he's just gonna spend his years. He's gonna spend his years at Iowa, be a powerhouse, and go straight to the NFL. Yeah, it's huge. It's a big, big, big move by them. That'll be my bold prediction. Proctor goes to the NFL. <laughs> that is a bold prediction. We will see if it pays out. I like it. That's so. That's so cool. Him and uh, Xavier went to the same high school. Yeah, that's crazy. That team was were they they went state. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They wouldn't have it's... beat us. We would, we would have beat them. <laughs> Who, Iowa or your high school? My high school. There's not a single high school team that could have beat us. Tay Martell's Bishop Gorman team would have got their ass kicked by us. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at – where's Tate Martell now? Come on. It's not in Charleston. No. Up in gas. Yep. I'm kidding. He's probably, he's probably – I think he actually had, like, a career-ending in, like, a, something wrong with his, like, wrist. The guy kind of got screwed. Oh, I thought – yeah. player. That guy transferred a bunch without NIL. Well, yeah, yeah, dude. That's tough. He was on uh, QB1, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. He was good. I love it. That We got a lot of linemen recruits. We should. We should be. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, that Proctor, that was probably huge a huge, uh, what's it called, appeal for, like, linemen. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get so many looks from NFL scouts just watching tape. Yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a prime move going to Iowa for yeah. linemen. Yeah, Hawks are on the move. They are flying high and freaking letting it fly. Come on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, 
Yeah, I saw some other quotes. Uh, the reporters, actually, mainly, I just saw Chad's um, quotes on Twitter about, or Spencer had some quotes about, you know, getting everything dialed in with Brian. Him and Brian have been chilling. When does summer camp usually start? End of July. So it's the last weekend in July. I heard rumors that's two years, two days longer than last year. Last year was two and a half weeks. So it's usually, it's usually, the entry might, if it's, if it's the same as last year, it will probably be, it might be the first weekend in August then. It's either way, it's usually the whole month of August. And then the week before the first game, usually finish camp. When school start? Uh, end of August, yeah. Middle, I don't know. When we when they break camp, it's usually when school starts because then we, we can't like do the normal camp stuff. It's around a hotel anymore. So it's usually the last weekend in July. Actually? Yeah, it's usually the last weekend until July until when school starts. Because like we're in a hotel that whole time. We can't leave. But not anymore? No, we still are. Oh, I thought you just said you aren't in a hotel anymore. No, no, like they get out of the hotel when. Gotcha. School. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, the like hotel seems like it'd be the toughest part. It's by far the hardest part. Do so, you guys get to hang out, or do you just have to be yeah, in the room? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like, it's my freshman year. It was you'd wake up. I think it was you'd wake up. It's pretty like five thirty-six. Get up, lift, workout, um, practice. No, film, practice. You get a break from like 11 to like 3. And then from like 3.30 until like 9 at night, you were at the facility. And then you come back, sleep, wake up, and do it again for three weeks straight. And it was like brutal. And like, and then compared to last year, last year was two weeks in the hotel, which is First off, amazing. Like that's so much, so much more or less. It's so much. What is the right word in there? So much more or less. So much, so much less. less. So much less than what it used to be. And we were staying. So we used to stay at the Marriott in Coralville by uh, freaking Konami. Konami, yeah. And uh, that was brutal because like you're in the middle of like nowhere. Like Coralville's out there compared to campus. So we'd take like shuttle buses from the the um, hotel to the stadium and then back every day. We couldn't go on our own or anything like that. Um, but last year we stayed at the new Marriott right across from Stella. Mm. So you could we we'd walk to practice in the morning. I had someone buy me a, a kid's razor scooter, so it was literally like up to my waist, just because like the walk was just it wasn't bad, but like I was freaking ripping this razor scooter. <laughs> it had light up wheels. Was, uh, Did you pass it down to anyone? Yeah. Uh, um, it's still at Lucon, so I'm sure someone needs it. We're going to have to we'll like the text Arlen. Yeah, seriously. I'm sure he will. But yeah, that was like that experience was so much better than freshman year, but it's still like mentally draining. Like knowing people are like moving in on campus and you're like walking back to the hotel and you're seeing people just like, go by and it's like damn but then it makes it so much like when school starts it's like that much more better mm -hmm. it's sweet but camp sucks camp's tough 
you don't love football, you won't make it to camp because it's a grind. Yeah, that's what gets you ready, though. Week one. Oh yeah, dude, it's a lot of fun. Week speaking of speaking of Josh Allen, that was your first win ever. Yeah, that was that was that uh, one easily had that t- that long touchdown. It was easily, and then we had James Butler as our running back. Yeah, that's right. You know what's crazy? And Akram was there that year. Yeah, that was that was the Iowa State year. Uh, yeah. That's that's right. that. that was the first game the wave was ever done. Uh yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my first my first home game was the first game for the wave. Yep. The, the class well. of 2017 was the first. That was the tr- when the tradition started. You know what's crazy about the wave is when we were in the stadium, it was like I don't know if we just were too new to campus and weren't following the right people or what, but like when the wave was going on, everyone, I mean, I was a freshman, so I didn't know that was the children's hospital at the time. Really? It, well, yeah, it's my first, first time over by Kinnick since it had been built. Yeah, dude, it's. I'd gone to games as a kid when I was younger, but. You don't, you don't even like really think about it. Until you see like the videos from like inside the children's hospital. Mm-hmm. That's oh, really it looks so cool. So cool. But yeah, when it was going on, you're just waving. You're like, oh, yeah. so what's going yeah. on? And then it was so cool on ESPN after. Yeah, it was sick. That's the coolest. Barstool did that. Did you see that they had like the greatest college football traditions? And Hank picked that third. Yeah. Like his third overall draft pick, and he was like yes, the last that was pick. 12th pick. That's bullshit. Yeah, we got beat. Big cap, PFT. You guys got to be better than that. I mean, they just aren't for the kids, I guess. I guess not, dude. It's they crazy. did have some good ones, though. So. You know, they're gamblers. Yeah, they are gamblers. It's fair. It is a good tradition. It's, it's, it's so awesome, the, though. The best yeah. tradition, hands down. It is. I mean, before the season, you all have to rewatch the ESPN, the what is it, short, short E60, um, where they have like Bryant and, or uh, Kirk talking about it, um, all that. It's such, you know, you tear up every time. Yeah. Like, yeah. What a, the origin of how the wave started. It's awesome. So cool. Like, that's like when, when someone finds out like, I played football for Iowa here, or like if someone like, says like something about like go hawks or something um that's like always the first thing it's like you guys' tradition is the coolest thing in college football it's like i thank you it's awesome it is it's sick it's the coolest thing they did i'm so happy they started that because it's so cool and they do so many like coach ferris and like like everyone on the team is very like oriented towards the children's hospital like everything it's awesome. But. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so cool. I like how the opposing teams also get into it. Yeah, they should. Any team that doesn't, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like the, the, like the coaches, when they go, they're like, I'm looking forward to the wave. Yeah. It's always on their agenda. So, yeah, I mean, um, definitely touching around the country. And it's yeah. cool. They're getting the kids to pick the song this year. You see that? Oh, really? Yeah. For what? So when they like when they do the wave? Yep. That's cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. 
That is, it, it, it'll probably make it a lot more like touching, you know, you, you'll get a personable story on the sideline of whoever picked it. There's going to be a lot more tears in the crowd if that, when that happens. Yeah. It'll be, and then the kids captain stuff too. They just, they just do such a cool job getting the kids involved in like Iowa football and stuff like that. It's great. Yeah. So cool. But um, yeah, I mean, it is summertime. We have a draft set. Not even a draft. We're just going to rifle off. But before we do that, yeah, we are a positive podcast. But me and Forrester were talking about this. And I was was just like thinking about like, because I was golfing. I was wearing no-show socks. And I'm golfing. And they keep, like the no-show socks that I have, they're like, they hook onto the ankle with like a little like rubber thing. So like they don't, they can't like go past your heel, but mine, like the rubber thing, like wore out, I think, or they sucked. They're terrible socks. And I was walking around like on the golf course and they kept slipping underneath my foot. Dude, I like, that might've been one of my like worst feelings ever. Like the worst feeling that I, mean, I saw some video the, other day, video the other day. And it was like, when you're sitting on a chair and your foot on the ottoman, and it just it keeps slowly going out from under you. Oh yeah, that's a terrible feeling. I was just I was just trying to think of like all like crappy feelings because that sock feeling, and then it started rubbing the shoe started rubbing on my foot and I got a freaking blister. <clears throat> oh dude, actually I don't even know why the ottoman came into play. It's all the sock, dude. The sock's terrible. You know what's bad with socks too when you're going to work and you know the top part that has like it's a it's a little thicker of a yarn kind of by your toes yeah when it curls around and goes under your toe and you're just stepping on it in one part the whole time on your walk into work <laughs> terrible socks dude we need to find we need, we need to find a good sock brand to sponsor us yeah and yeah how about we get rid of that thick yarn part at the top yeah but you can't have too thin of socks because then they rip quick uh that's probably what that's for yeah <laughs> probably where I think it's probably the wear out spot. It's probably they have it thick. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it'd probably just tear up. <laughs> Not good. Okay, well now we got the sock way out sock thing out of the way. Now it's all positive vibes. That's right. So what's the topic for us to tell them? All right. So we're just going straight up summer vibes, whatever comes to your head, but you gotta describe the scenario. Best summer vibes. It could be from past. It could be from what you want to do or what you're doing now. Yeah. It's the Super Vibes podcast, and who knows? But we're just going to rifle them off. Force your go. Number one, I'm going to go boating on a lake. It has to be on a lake. So reason why, I think beers don't count on a lake. Like, you can drink endless beers in – Two locations, basically three. When you're boating, or yeah, three. When you're boating, when you're at a wedding, and when you're tailgating. Beers don't count. You don't feel them. I like it. It is so awesome. You hit the water. It just goes. It's it's the best best summer vibe. And I agree with that because they do not count on a boat, and they only count on land. And when you go on land, you feel the effect from the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Instantaneously. Um, my number one, I'm going to go campfire. You're sitting around the campfire, family, friends, 
you get a drink in your hand. It could be anything, usually a beer. Maybe you're sipping on some nice Jameson, little JMO, little Black Barrel JMO. That's the best Jameson. Um, but you get the campfire vibes. Someone's got a guitar playing. Used to be Spence for us in Iowa. My family, it's my cousin Robert and Andrew. Um, just telling stories, getting some good, funny laughs. You know, a little heckling some people um, here and there. But and then the, and then you wake up in the morning, you're like, damn, I still smell a campfire. You know what? It was a great time. It was worth it. Wash your clothes, get back out there, re-smell it. It's great. It's 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 just a great it's a great summer vibe. It is that that's an all-time smell, campfire smell. All-time smell. When you're driving, I think it's like one of the greatest things ever. When you you, you open the window and you're driving, it's like crisp, oh yeah, it's like crisp air, or it's like hot as shit out. Either way, I don't care what the, the weather is, and you know, whiff of those the wood burning. It's like oh. Someone's making a campfire. Someone's burning some s'mores. Let's freaking go. That's summer. That's it, man. You only get from Memorial Day to Labor Day to feel these vibes. Exactly. And that's an all-timer. So I'm going to go with mowing the lawn. Yeah. I love it. So we just talked about the campfire smell. Same thing with mowing the lawn. Before you finish it, are you pusher or are you rider? Push. Okay. How about you? Rider, baby. <laughs> Actually? Like when I, when I used to mow my parents' house, I'd freaking put the Beats headphones on, ride that mug, and I'd be freaking listening to every song ever. Oh, Actually, I had a, a mowing the lawn playlist. Yeah. Elite. Just all country? No, dude. It was all oh. like Katy Perry and Maroon 5. Oh, it dude. Weird, it was a weird list, but it's work for me i think that might take away from the vibe but it wasn't like an upbeat song it was like uh all all the songs had like memories to them like nostalgia all right like for me mowing the lawn i'm sorry i'm taking away from yours to finish it no you're good keep going for me mowing the lawn brings back like fall vibes when i'm but i do in the summer too summer's like your i mow the lawn by our lake Freaking shirtless, getting fried. I ran over yeah. bees one time. I got freaking lit up from bees. But I listen to like music that reminds me of like it reminds me of me cutting the grass in the fall because that was my favorite time to cut it. And all the music I was listening to is like stuff that reminded me of fall. So like Maps, Maroon Five. For some reason, this is how oh, we. So do you're it. going throwbacks. Yeah, it's all throwback Maroon Five and Katy Perry. Like this I is like how that. We do it. Banger. So you're going pure nostalgia out there. Yeah. Like freaking cutting the, cutting the grass is nostalgia for me. I love it. But you finish your thought. I'm always – see, I'm always rocking country out there because it just feels, you know, like – Summertime, you have to. Yeah, summertime, that's a relaxing place. No one's going to talk to you. All you have is some music and some grass to cut, and the smells are immaculate. I love that, actually. That's That's – it's a good shirt idea. Taking pride in your lines for grass cutting is uh, something that's real. That's did a you do it lines? Oh yeah, I do. I used to do lines, and then when I got in the, the uh, rider, I do like circles. Oh, I do that's like cool. I go from the outside and then come in, and freaking it looks sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Grass is, dude. There is nothing better. I used to hate cutting the grass, and then my dad like, hey. When I cut the grass, I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm hopping in that, moving down, listening, ripping some maps, Maroon 5, a little sugar. Oh, dude. That's just, that is a great vibe. I love that. It's a great choice. Um, shit. It's, oh. I can go two here. I'm going to go, I'll take, you got to go boating. And I'm with you. Hey, I already said that. You freaking said beers. No, I said boating. That was my first. That was number one. All right, grilling. (laughs) Grill. I'm taking grill. All right, grilling. Got to be like because we we lived on a lake. We go out on the boat, go on the jet skis, rip it at the whole day. Come back, you smell the grill. You're like, oh, my dad's cooking burgers. Oh, dad's cooking brats. Maybe jalapeno filled. Maybe some cheddar filled. Wisconsin had Piggly Wiggly. The Fox Brother brats yeah. stuffed. Freaking rip them. You grab a brewski. Um, Labatt's blue, my choice. Ripping it. Labatt blue. Cheese and jalapeno filled brats. View the lake. You're still dripping from the water. Actually, no, it's uncomfortable. You just dried off. You're still wearing the bathing suit. You're freaking looking at the view. Chilling with great company, eating some good stuff. There's nothing better. And throwing steaks. You're making steaks yourself. I just made a steak, almost burned my house down. If I was on a grill, it would have been different. And you're ready to feast. Ready to feast. Dude. You can you put a anything. long day out on the water. There's two Somewhere. things. I think I think two things in the summer a man truly three things a man truly enjoys. Golfing. One, yep. Grilling two, and boating three. Yeah. This, actually, I throw mowing the lawn in there. Four. There's so many great things. Summertime. So many great things. I, I'm gonna go the all American route, a baseball game. Okay. I like it. So, I'm a Chicagoan. Wrigley Field in the summer is unbeatable. There is nothing matched. It doesn't matter how bad the Cubs are. People will fill Wrigley Field. The Ivy comes out, the pinstripes on the Cubs jerseys, and you just have Bud Light. You get the Cup Snakes. It smells glorious in there. And it's cool now because they built all the bars around the uh, stadium, so you just get a full atmosphere of whether fans are in the stadium or around it. There's just nothing more American in the summer than catching a ball game. Absolutely. And betting on the over. You have to. Yeah. I was a big I used to I used to be all for the under, but times have changed. Times have changed. Nerfies are fun though. No runs first inning. That's interesting. I'm I'll, I'm I might have to do that this year. Gets it gets the pain done quick, win or lose. Exactly. Um I mean I'm gonna have to do the one I said. I didn't even think about it. Golfing. Yeah. Dude, like in yeah. Iowa. There's nothing really to do besides golf, like in the summer. And it almost gives you more appreciation for it. And now, like, when you're working during the week, if you're not, like, chilling, drinking beers, chilling with people, or, like, by a pool or, like, the ocean, it's your golfing. And golfing gives the excuse to have a couple brews with the boys, great convos, um, shooting low, or throwing your clubs in the woods which usually happens with me because I've been playing like crap recently. But still a great time. 
still a great time. Um, we played golf in Michigan. We have a family trophy. Uh, did not win it. Have won it twice. No big deal. My handicap was extremely high. That's the reason why I won it. Um, but golf's just – it's just – it's a gentleman's game. And is now also turning into a gentlewoman's game. Is that the right wording? Can you say that? Yeah, that's no, no. <laughs> gentlemen and ladies, ladies, ladies. ladies. Um, yeah, it's it's just a great game. It's a great sport. It can be relaxing when you're playing good. It's the best sport you've ever played. When you're playing bad, you want to never play it again. But also, oh, if you want to blow off steam, piping a driver down the middle, three hundred. I mean, it really goes down the middle. But when you get one. There is no better feeling. Exactly. It's great. It's so good. We had this debate. We'd rather have a piped drive. What's a better feeling? A piped drive down the middle or a long putt that goes in? So I said long putt that goes in because you know your work is done on that hole. I'm with you. Score's over. I'm going to have to go back because you think of – sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like even if you hit a drive like 300, three something down the middle, you still have work to do. And I always am like, gosh, I'm going to screw this up. <laughs> right, dude. Like, your instant thought is, how am I going to screw this up? Yeah, where it's like putt, like, uh, you, yeah, you, your work's done. And you could, sh- you could be shooting for a seven on a hole, mm-hmm. double bogey, triple bogey. You sink a crazy putt and you go, all right, I feel okay. Yep. Full momentum going into the next hole. You're like, yes. gosh, I'm basically Tiger Woods out here. Whereas, like, you get on the green in two, you four putt. You feel like a loser. You feel like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is it you or me? You. It's going to get tight now. It's it will. But. Okay. Uh, I got some more. Yeah. I th- yeah. I had a couple in my head, but one thing that just popped up is um, going for a late night ice cream. Ooh, ooh, that's good. That's great. You go to Dairy Queen or any any of your like local chains that are great. Like, there's people sitting outside just indulging in ice cream. Everyone has a smile on their face, and it tastes great. Yeah. Nothing like a late night ice cream in the summer. Oh, we used to rip up Dairy Queen right uh, yeah. what's it called? What's that road? I never, I don't know. That was loud. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you under attack? Yeah, seriously. Some sort of rock in the window. Um, <laughs> that's a great call. That's a frick, dude. We used to have a place called the Kilty in Wisconsin that was like a late night drive in. And they their shakes were just phenomenal. Gosh dang it. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, we were talking about country ripping country, a concert. I like that ripping a country concert. Summerfest, Wisconsin. Uh, someone's playing like Florida Georgia Lines ripping the the, the main stage. Got to pay a couple extra bucks to go to it. Not that bad though. Go with your friends. Singing along, having a good time. Can't beat it, man. 80 degrees, sun's down. 
ripping Cruz, waiting for Nelly to come out. He never comes yeah. out. Yeah. Sick. He's sick. So I'm going to go either a state fair. Nope. You or, got well, I'm going state or local fair. Okay. okay. Oh. Beef days. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like a beef days. Like we ate, like we had Libertyville days back at home. Uh, like basically all the suburbs had a days to it, you know. And then you get your state fair too. But those are great. You get the beer tents, all the food, like the local food, rest or all the local restaurants have their food stand up. You get the yep. games, the rides, and yep. everyone in your community comes together. Great vibes there. That's a great call. Um, shit. Should we go one more each? Yeah, let's go one more each. I gotta right. think about this one. This is gonna be tough. I'm trying to think. We've covered sports. We've covered chilling with. Okay. Yours is late night ice cream run. Um, I'm just gonna go with a late night drive. Windows oh, down. Oh yes. Windows down. Um, cranking the music. You're on a back road. No one's in sight. You're just screaming the lyrics to some music. Mingersane used to rip uh, Randy Hauser running out of moonlight. Mm. Randy has two of the best, uh, like, Windows Down songs. Running out of moonlight and a freaking, what's it called? I always forget it, too. I don't know why. Running out of moonlight. Put your hair down, hair down. Give us all that lay down, back. Get your shoes on, pick them up. How, how country feels. Yes. Yes. Dude, yeah. the howls are me. I saw him live. I saw him live. He's so in good. In Colorado at, at a honky tonk. It was sick. In, there's honky tonks in Colorado. We might have had that conversation. We did, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, speaking of, okay, you go. And I'll show you. Let me go. I'll cut back to my honky tonk. Last one. I got hiking slash camping. I like it. So I, like I love it. that. It gets kind of cold at like we always go. We always did a family vacation to Colorado every summer. You go camping, and it gets cold at night. You know, you get the sweatshirts on. Everyone's like kind of ready for bed. Uh, you get you get hiking bright and early, like four a.m. start time, because you got to be up the mountain by ten, off the mountain by twelve. And, you know, everyone's there for one thing. It's just to have fun, go hiking. You act like you're in shape for a week of your life. Yep. You take, awesome. the, you take the phones out of it. Everything. Yep. It's just I have one, honor, one honorable mention. Hit me. Now that we're in offices, it's talking football in the office before the season even starts. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I. You could say happy hours, a lot of honorable, honorable mentions. Happy hours, that's awesome. Um, pool days, it's not the same as boat days. But pool days are solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, freaking beach days. Days. That kind of all incorporates in like boat. Yeah, it's some type of body of water. I think done, I'm sure we're missing something. But we definitely hit on. If have you I think my, of any. Have I showed you my cowboy boots? Yes, you have. Dude, these things are sexy. I might do a full episode in my cowboy hat. We should just do a full cowboy episode. Yep. 
when you come to Texas. <laughs> oh, now they're called the Earl. So I think it's lizard skin, calf skin. I don't know. It can't be calf wait, skin. Wait till you get ostrich skin. There's so many skins for the cowboy. That's the good skin. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely lizard skin. Love it though. The fresh, oh, the fresh shoe, the fresh boot smell, leather. Come on. Um, yeah, I'm ready to rip some hockey tongues this summer. That's for sure. When you come down here, maybe we'll have Manzel. Shout out to the beef jerky there. Oh yeah. Um, we'll have, we'll have to hit a honky tonk in Fort Worth. I like it. Let's go to a rodeo. I'm going to go to a rodeo. Really That's where it is. They do the stockyards, so it's full rodeo. Uh, and then right next door is the world's largest honky tonk. It's called Billy Bob's. And every weekend, there's uh, a new country artist there. Like, not a new one, like a very famous one. That's sick. Okay, here's, then, a, here's a bonus question for you. Yeah. Um. What is your all-time favorite place to be in summer? The lake. I know, but you have like a specific place. Oh, like are, are we talking one specific place in America? Right now, you go first. The next two weeks, you could be at this place, or you could just go there for the summer. Lawsonia Golf Course in Green Lake, Wisconsin. In Green Lake? I've never even heard of that. Oh, Let's dude. It's, yeah, it's right by Fond du Lac. It's by Fondy? Yeah. Is it, is it sick? Oh, it's the best place on earth. Okay. So there yeah, you go. Best place on earth. So why, though? Because you can golf all the time? Uh, the lake's awesome. It's a pretty big lake. Deepest one in Wisconsin. Uh, lake Michigan doesn't count, according to the state. So Because it's right. in... It's part of multiple states. Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah. So it's the deepest lake in Wisconsin, seven miles around. Uh, they have a great little town, like some bars and some good restaurants, diners, great ice cream shop. But then also, so we lived like kind of right by downtown. We had a place right by downtown. And they had like, a, like the concerts in the park every Wednesday. Oh, let's go. That's a great vibe too. Concerts in the park. Concerts in the park. With, you know, like a community one. No yeah. one famous, just like a local, local band. Artist. Yeah, dude, that's the shit. That's like how long? When was the last time you were there? Uh, that would have been junior of college. Is it like? Is your buddy live there? Or do you guys? Just no, know? we had a place there until uh, we started. We sold it once I took a job in Dallas. Damn. Just because we weren't going to use it as much. Freaking, uh, my favorite place. It's my favorite place in the world, hands down. I can go to every country that ever existed, the coolest, most undiscovered country ever. That'd be cool. The nothing tops. Charlevoix, Michigan, baby. Yeah. Nothing better than summertime in northern Michigan. Kid Rock said it best. All summer long, baby. It's the best, the greatest place known to man, the best times known to man, best people known to man. And up north, I mean, all my friends from Wisconsin, I grew up in Wisconsin. Everyone loved up north Wisconsin. It's like Rhineland, Rhinelander, um, 
So yeah, it's definitely up north field. That is not top. Even you can come close to up north Michigan. Up north Michigan, if you haven't been anyone, it is the coolest place in the summer ever. Ever, hands down, the best weather, the coolest place, the best lake, the freaking most fun time you'll have. And it's just a vibe. Granted, I've been going there since I was born. Maybe bias a little bit, but I will take it to the grave. It's my favorite place in this world. I We have a house up there. I plan to live there when I'm older, and I am beyond excited because it's the greatest place of all time. Of all time. Nothing like the great outdoors of the north. For the summer, it's great. Yeah, yeah, until you endure a winter. But the cool part is it's close to a uh, ski hill. So you can go there for winter, winter. But the phases between summer to winter and the winter to summer phases, like spring, and it's cool. Fall's cool. It's always, I mean, fall's the best in the Midwest. Mm. Better in the Midwest than fall. Apparently, North Carolina is pretty sweet, though. Appalachian State's, like, campus is in the mountains. That, yeah. Have you ever seen pictures of that? Yeah, dude. I have two kids I work with who just graduated from there. And they're like, you got to come for like, a, a football or baseball game because it's, like, insane. It says that it's it's was voted the best place to watch the leaves turn in the fall in the whole country. Oh, the pictures! It probably doesn't even do it justice, and it's so Boone, cool. Boone North Carolina. It's like a four-hour drive, I think. I'm I'm totally going for a weekend. So we talked about this off-air. Now that neither of us live in the Midwest, that's the one thing that sucks: is the falls in the Midwest are by far the best. Fall is the greatest season ever known to man, ever. Due to the fact, sweater weather. There sweater is, weather is sweater. desirable. Desirable. It's the feeling of when you're like, oh, it's a little chilly. I need to put a sweatshirt on. Yes. Boom, and you're sad. And you're like, let's go. That's it. And you're walking that's around. That's part of the campfire vibe. Oh, that's it, dude. You put some sweatpants, sweatshirt on. You're a little chilly when you sit by the fire. You're hot as shit. You get out, boom. You're back to a little chilly. It's football season, Friday night lights, college football, and it's the leaves turning, Halloween. Halloween's my favorite holiday. Christmas is great. Thanksgiving is So I don't like that. I haven't been home for <laughs> No, I don't, I don't like how you're a Halloween guy. Why? That's... Not a great holiday. It's fucking awesome. Here's the thing, though. I haven't been home for Christmas and Thanksgiving in five years. All right, that's fair. So I've been like, I almost forgot the feeling of being home for Christmas. There's just no hype around Halloween. What? Maybe as a kid. No. No. It's just another bar night. Are you a big city? Or in still not that cool. Freaking haunted houses. I love like scary movies, haunted houses. Hocus Pocus, freaking Halloween Town. Dude, when Halloween Town Hocus Pocus are on, you know it's fucking the best town of the season. What about Elf? Okay, are you Elf? just a hater of Home oh, Alone? Are you just a hater? Dude. Like, I'm, not, I'm saying that's, that's the best Halloween movies. Christmas, Elf, freaking National Lampoon, Family Vacation. Um, Home Alone. Home Alone, Home Alone 2. No, Home Alone 2 is the best. That's a great one. Great one. I do Christmas is great, but like I haven't been home for Christmas in a while, so Halloween yeah, took a But I've always loved Halloween. Always. 
You know who did go home is Mizzou. They did. And they the bowl game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually had to miss. We had to miss our own family's Christmas parties because Mizzou went home for theirs and came back and got COVID and freaking canceled it. That is exactly. so outrageous. You no, know we did. We uh, that night when they they canceled it, we took over Spoko as a team. Like literally, there's no one in there, and it was just us because everyone was gone. So it was the bartenders and all of us, and it was two of the person people's 21st birthdays, and we had 42 pitchers. Oh yeah, and it was our just our team. Yeah. It was just our team in the bar on like like two days after Christmas, just chilling. It was actually one of like the greatest nights of college. It was so fun. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Halloween though. Hot take. That is a hot take. Are you kidding me? Fourth of July is better. Memorial Day is better. Labor Day is better. Bullshit. Thanksgiving and Christmas are top two. Christmas is one. Thanksgiving's two. I think Thanksgiving's overrated. I. Wow. I do. I think the wow. food's. Over, I think the food's overrated. I think. The only the fun football. part is. You know, you need to see family and you need to play football. That's the fun part. Food, stuffing. What's better than that? Stuffing sucks. Turkey sucks. What? Yes. I'm green bean casserole. Oh, jail. Freaking. That's it, dude. Pumpkin pie. Good. Love pumpkin pie. Let's see, I'm not a pumpkin pie guy. Pecan pie. Elite. No. Apple yeah. or cherry? For Thanksgiving? Yeah, dude. That's the 4th of July, not Thanksgiving. French silk. <laughs> Florida, sir. Fastest key lime pie in Florida. That's not for Thanksgiving. Okay, that's fair. Thanksgiving is pumpkin and pecan. That's it. Yeah. Maybe some sort of pudding, like a bread pudding. Yeah, but the fact that you don't like the food, you don't like football, you don't like I family. Do. The football's elite, family's elite, food sucks, boom. Not a hot take. And so you think Thanksgiving's overrated because of that? It's about the vibes. Yeah. No, wow. it's, a, it's only like a, a day thing. Yeah. Christmas is like a couple no, days. that's the beauty of Thanksgiving. It's always on a Thursday, so you get Friday off work. You take Wednesday off no matter what. That's fair. See, I haven't had that yet. Where I haven't had, like, had the opportunity. You know what's going to stink is uh, Christmas. I think it's on Saturday this year. It's on Sunday. It's on a Sunday. Is it? Actually. Yeah. Both those are on a Sunday. So usually you get Christmas Eve and Christmas off, New Year's Eve and New Year's. And what do they do when it's Saturday and Sunday? I don't know. They have to give you some, one you, of the days off. You right? get it observed. So you get Monday off for sure. That stinks. Yeah, so I'll probably take Friday off and then that Wednesday off, like you said, for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's terrible. It's okay, the Halloween, dude. You know, okay, fine. Let me rephrase this. I, I gotta, I gotta is, this won't make it as big of a hot take. Halloween is the best holiday that's not celebrated with family. Maybe. No, because, I mean, what if you don't – I would still take Labor Day, 4th of July, and Memorial Day over it. Like, it's just because you're boating. Is that why? 
You're boating, you're grilling, you're honoring our troops and our workforce and our country. And what's wrong with Halloween? What are you doing? Just dressing up in goofy outfits and giving out candy? No, you don't give out candy. You go trick-or-treating. I still trick-or-treat. <laughs> Dude. At what I'm, age do you flip? Uh, 32. All right. Well, that's when you're going to say it's the worst. When I start giving out? Yeah. Halloween, I think New Year's is overrated. Oh, my gosh. Great. That, that's what we should – this is what we should end on. The most overrated holiday, hands down, every year is New Year's Eve. And the reason yep. why is because you come home. You get a big group check on. You go, guys, what's the plan? Tell your hometown friends. What are we doing? We're running it up. It's New Year's Eve. We never do anything. We always say we're going to do something. We got to do something this year. And it always turns into this big hoorah speech by someone in the group chat. And then the day before, everyone's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with family. Yep. Maybe two of those or- people go off and hang out by themselves. And the things are screwed. Or somebody's going with a girlfriend elsewhere. So, you know, something always gets messed up. But the worst part of it is like you're coming off your Christmas week, you know, you're finally in your relaxed mode and you're like, gosh, I do not just want to send it to a city somewhere. Right. Just for three hours and then somehow I have to claw my way home the next day. Yeah. In the middle of the road. But New Year's Day football is great. New Year's Day football is great. And also, I said it back. Another thing about uh, Thanksgiving, I actually forgot about this. My friends do have a turkey bowl. Yeah, it's so First fun. year, I actually to participate in it. And we dra- We were like, we were talking about teams. I'm pumped, dude. You know what? Thanksgiving's jumped its way up there. I'm back on it. All right, there we go. Back on the horse. We'll end on that note. We love you, moms. <laughs> the moms. <laughs>